Uh, welcome everybody to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my boy, as always. <laughs> and okay, so this is this is the I don't want to say this is the turning point in the book. Um, and mm-hmm. now I'm not trying to say like turning point went from a great book to a bad book. No, no, turning point is in like the the it just the doors are blown wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And oh god, I felt i hate it when he does this shit it's so betrayed (laughs) it's coming it's coming so you know it's coming and i mean i had a i had a vacation so we were a little late on the previous podcast but uh we had i had i had a lot of time to drive so i popped in the audiobook and i was like all right this is good this is good so we made all these stops and i had to have the audiobook in because i was hooked I was hooked, line, and singer. He did it again. So, I mean, we enjoyed all these other books previous, but this this, this reeled me in, and the characters started coming too, and it's it's going to get good. And, yeah, he did it to me again. So I'm ready to get on to the next trilogy, but this is going to be good. So let's get into it. So uh, for those of you who are not um, aware, uh, Jordan here did actually end up finishing Warbreaker in his – you know, while he was peeing, um, you know, he just had <laughs> a lot to drink, and yeah, he just kept going and kept listening. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes, as always, uh, spoilers will be respected because you know I myself have not finished the book, so mm-hmm. uh, chapters thirty-four to forty-three for this episode. Um, I know in the past, usually whenever we skip an episode, we'll kind of double up for the next one. But I myself have been going through an insane amount in my life. So, you know, I can only add an extra three chapters currently. So chapter 34, um, Light Song, he's wondering why Siri is worried about the God King dying. Um, you know, and, and he starts formulating his own stuff, right? Like, oh, it's you know, is there some deeper meaning to this and whatnot? And it's like, it's just a simple meaning uh, or it is relatively simple. It's, and it, it is funny, right? Whenever we start having questions in our mind, we start formulating these like conspiracies to like, you know, what fill if? in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, well, what? it clearly can't be this. So, you know, right. You know, simple. What's that one rule called? You know, it's like, um, the simplest explanation is usually the most correct one. Right, right. It's like nature's way of telling yeah. you it's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so he's at a council meeting and nah, Nanrova? Nanrova. 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 Yes, sir. To Stomark is mm-hmm. pushing for war. Yep. And he wasn't before. Um, and Blush Reaver claims that she didn't push him. Right. So, she... And, well, Light Song has always his inner monologues about, well, is she right or not? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So, okay, um, since I'm not really going to question you since you finished it, I'm... Who is pushing... Because Blush Reaver, to me, seems like someone who... She doesn't want war, but she thinks it's coming, so she's, like, preparing for it. So that brings up the question, who is it that you know, in the background, pushing for war. And I mean, we part just, of me starting to think, what if it's just Idris themselves? Yeah, I mean, 
good it's a good hypothesis and you know it it could check out a, a lot of the, a lot of the steps a lot of stepping stones coming to this point you know kind of maybe lead to that that hypothesis you're gathering from at least blush weaver weaver's perspective yeah That's, and uh... and i don't know I, I think it's i think it might pan out for you you know it's She's always scheming, so you never know who's behind the scenes because she's just scheming. So you can't trust her. It, that means you can't trust the person that gave her the orders. So like it's like a big no yeah. trust. Yeah, it's a big circle of no trust. Um, so yeah, Siri, she has her own lifeless, which was confirmed to us. I think we had kind of like some words on that a little bit before that, mm-hmm. you know, which makes sense. The royal family, of course, like the king and the queen are going to have their own, you know, platoon of right soldiers, super soldier, necromancer, warriors, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, so blush fever has full control of the lifeless that she was given. Um, so wait, wait, where are we at now? How many do they control now? I think as of right now, she controls 20,000, right? She's got like 10 K from someone else. And then 10 K from lights on or, I honestly forget the names of the gods, and it was the other goddess, right? Who? Well, so Light Song has some. Light Song has um, 10K. All Mother, yeah. All Mother has ten k. Yeah, but she doesn't have All Mothers yet. I don't think. No, and somebody else. Uh, uh, um, who did they just talk out of? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Truth, Mercy Star, Truth, Mercy Star, Mercy Star, Mercy yeah. Star. That's right. They got the ten k off Mercy Star. So it's like they think this is when they have twenty k. So it's interesting to see how. Well, I guess if Light Song offers his up, they have twenty k. So that's like a, you know, are they going to do it together type thing? So, um, Blush Weaver said that her priests ask about digging the tunnel underneath her palace to make them to to meet with the main complex of tunnels. Mm-hmm. So apparently, there's a complex of tunnels. Stretching between each of the palaces of each of the gods, it seems like. Um, yeah, that seems very significant for the stuff that's going to come up. It seems like it's coming up more often, though. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So this is right. when we I this is when we see it, and then we see it more often in the chapter. So it's like, whoa. Yeah. This exactly. is weird. So, um, Siri, who's at the same meeting, she hears about. Um, you know, these thugs that are, like, wrecking everything, and it's, you know, we know that as a reader, we know that to be Vivenna and her um, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just wrecking, I mean, you know, like, they're attacking stores and they're, uh, you know, disrupting causing ruckus. And whatnot. Yeah. Um, and, but she doesn't actually believe it's Vivenna. She thinks it may be just some imposter or some word mm-hmm. that's getting around, but to Siri, she doesn't think it's Vivenna, which I thought was, right. like, huh? Uh-huh. Right. What's it called? Is it called situational irony? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think that's right. Man, that's like calling back on my high school English class. <laughs> it's I been a while. That. <laughs> um, so back at her palace, she's talking to Blue Fingers while bathing. And this is, I'm talking about Siri here. Yeah. And, and she bluffs that she knows what his plan is. And this right. is like basically like, you know, oh, I know what your plan is. And Blue Fingers kind of falls for it. Sweating um, a little bit. Yeah, and he because he she doesn't know the whole plan, but she knows enough that he can kind of think that, oh, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because they're from he's his people, him and her his people are from Pankala, right? Yeah, yep. So, uh, he does say that the people of Pankala have a hard time, um, rising within the Halan society, right? So, uh, but he knows that, uh, of the priests that they plan to kill Sisaborn, and in exchange of him, herself, and Sisaborn's safety, uh, which would entail Bluefinger sneaking Siri and um, Susaborn out. She said that she'll look after his people. Right. Which that seems like a, an even change, I think. It seems uh, it seems like a little one sided kind right, of. Right. So like you save my life, and I'll give like a couple of your people's job. Like. Right. I mean, I guess. Um. But yeah, you know, whenever she was kind of bluffed her way into getting him to admit, uh, you know, what it is that he knows, the way she did it was kind of smart, right? Like she told, like she gave like the little bit of knowledge that she knew, right? And hinted at that she knew way more when she really didn't. And Bluefinger right. was dumb enough to fall for it. So he's definitely falling for it. Yeah, good, good for her, I guess. Um, so, chapter 35, Vivenna wakes up in Vasher's custody, and for those of you who don't remember, since it's been a while, um, she got captured by Vasher at, at the end of right. the last section. And he commands her to pick up the sword, and she starts vomiting from the feeling that she gets of touching night blood. Night blood, yep. And it's like... What is wrong with this sword? Yeah, I, I, and why is he not getting sick to it? Right. Why is he immune? Yeah. So, man, I I have a feeling that the Kalad and the Surfer, I think it's his, uh, it's his, like, spirit, his breath or something with mm. that sword. Maybe. You but know, at the same time, there's nothing pointing to that, right? There's nothing in the magic system that points to that kind of thing. To that being able to happen. Yeah. Right? Right. So. So he commands her to pick up the sword. And, you know, like I said, she gets like a vomiting feeling from it. Right. And he leaves saying that he has to do something in response to everything that she's been doing. Which, like, you know, she's been causing a lot of problems for him. And he needs to, like, reverse all that. Right. Um. So she gets out using her breasts, and there's like a circle of drained color where her hands were, because you know her hands are tied up and whatnot. Right. Um. And so when she gets downstairs, she sees that Parlin is dead, and she and Tenth and Tong Fall were double agents oh. the whole freaking time. But we don't know who uh, they, they were just for watching yet. over her. She was a prisoner the whole time. Yep. We don't know who they're looking. They don't know who they're working for yet. We do yeah, not. We do not. We don't know that. And they, so they killed, they were the one who killed Lemex. They poisoned him. Yep. Um, yep. They were not working for him. And that's why they nope. were like turning over all these, um, the, the whole house. Cause they were trying to find so badly. They were trying to find a list of all the Idrian spies and their right. words. And apparently all the Idrian, the other Idrian spies that her father had sent to retrieve her, they were killed, intercepted and killed by Denth and Tonkfa. Yeah, so something is wrong with Denth, right? Something is happening. Denth is a main character. Denth is a main character for a reason. But we need to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I I think, oh man, I, I, oh, 
Dude, this this was I felt so betrayed. The tables have turned. The tables have turned, my friend. So how the turntables. How the turntables. What's that from? The office. That's beautiful. Thank you, sir. Um, so they think that she so first of all what happened was that they thought that she ran away because right. she figured something out. And the reason they killed Parlin was because whenever she was going up to her room, um they um uh, they saw that Parlin and Vivena had talked to each other and then she mm -hmm. disappeared. So then they thought that Parlin had figured something out and then told Vivena and then, you know, just They're like, all right, you're going to die. So they tortured him to death. Right. And so that because, scene is so terrible. They blew their cover for no reason. That's what's also blowing my mind. Right. Like, and it's not, I don't know if you could really call it stupidity on their part because they seem like. It's like negligence. It's negligence. Yeah, it, 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 it was like... Well, Tom Fowl's a weirdo. Tom Fowl tortures yeah. animals. That's weird. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that was like... This was awesome. This was... Yeah. Good writing. Oh, my God. The writing? I, I did not see this coming at all. So I was... I, I, I'm telling you, when I, when I listened to this and when I read it, I was like, still, the second time, I was like, gosh, dang it, I did not see that coming. You yeah. son of a gun. So... So she uses a word that she had overheard um, Jules use to, um, you know, wake up Claude and uses Claude to attack Den. Mm -hmm. um, and then she escapes. And so chapter 36, Susaborn promises not to leave Siri. Right. And he says that he can see color within her. Now, again, I don't know if this is like his way of being romantic. And I think so. Trying to say that she's beautiful. I think it was a pretty remark because he's like, he's like, he's a, again, you have to think like his knowledge of the outside world and being very like common sense, kind of cute as a man or however you want to explain it, giving a compliment. He doesn't know that. So he did it in his own way. You know what I mean? I mean, man, I mean, of all the pickup lines I've heard, that's, that's not exactly a bad one. I see. Never use that one. Okay. Never use that one, buddy. Hey, don't use that one. You tell me. No, you know, I I don't think that would work in today's society, my friend. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't think my wife would appreciate it if I use it on somebody else either. Um, I think so. So changing hair color makes uh, Siri hungry. Now, again, this is just something I picked up on. I don't know if it's going to come into play a little bit later or if this is just like some little, you know, breadcrumb he's dropping to try and explain to us you know the magic system but mm -hmm. i just thought you know i'd mention it and so they eat and siri proposes to expose the priest like you know and as of right now um sister still does not really believe that his priests are bad are bad yep yeah so so she says that if she can prove the priests are going to kill him but what do you then think he would he would he agree to go to idris with her right yep so do you think the priests are bad Not all of them. Fair. Yeah. Terrellities, yeah. maybe. Um, hmm. Light Song's priest doesn't seem to be bad, which makes me think he probably is bad. Oh, my friend. Oh, my sweet summer child. Yes. Um, Continue on. So, um, you know, it's like that office moment where it's like, I need to find the person I most medium suspect. 
Right. <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah. So chapter 37, Vivino walks in the slums and she's like robbed off of her clothes and yep. um a drab all of her breasts into a shawl that she right. Um because you know she uh she knows that her breasts can be tracked, right? If she's on the first height with the first heightening too, so yeah. it's very easy to get. So she just uh, dep- like you know, a bank deposit. Right. Deposit all of it into the show. Um but yeah, dude, the chapters coming up of Vivena is they're not revealing pleasant. No, she's um, having a hard time. Yep. So chapter thirty-eight, Light Song has another dream of war and this one includes of a young woman being swallowed in darkness. I think that's supposed to be Vivena. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. So he lies to Scoot. And oh, Scoot. Talking. I can't get over I'm sorry. I have to stop for a second. No, 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 I you're... cannot get over the name Scoot. That just no, sounds dude. like an old man with a walker. I, For me, I can't get over Spook. Okay, well, yeah, that's kind of bad, but anyways, right. like, oh, man, I love Spook, man. He was awesome. Oh uh, well, um, we we figure out that he is awesome. Yeah, yeah. The 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 what's it called? The uh, what he ascended to, what he became. Oh, beautiful. So, anyways, um, he saw a friend that he doesn't know get murdered. What? So, I mean, I guess. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One thing I did want to address. I, I should have addressed this at the beginning, and I meant to if we had report, recorded this last week, but I completely forgot about it. But a member of the Discord channel, Solitary Recluse, made a really, really big de- um, like revelation. I think it was probably just a uh, complete oversight on our part, or like we had such a bias in our mind when we were reading this that we didn't understand the, um, the, I guess the world or the magic system in the back. So basically, um, what do you mean in the back? It, like it, the, okay. So, uh, so let me explain it first. And then I guess you guys can understand and you as well, Jordan, you guys can understand what it is that, um, I'm talking. Um, so we've had a couple of misconceptions when it comes to the return. So our idea, um, I don't know if uh, you remember, for any of you listening, if you guys remember, our idea of the return was that they're created by other returned, right? That like one guy, like when a returned is about to die, he gives his breath up well, to another person. Right. And then, right. Yes. And that person is a return. In this chapter, he's saying that we, uh, this is the chapter with Hoyt. We learned that they are <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah, so Hoyt, funny name. Um so my understanding of the return changed at this point. Mine so I didn't because I was like so my mind was so stuck in tunnel vision onto that one thing. So again, he explains further that that's wrong, right? That it's not like, you know, oh, one guy's dying. And then he gives up his breath or not dying, but like he, he accomplishes mission or he knows that he has a new mission or something right. like that, whatever. And he gives up his godhood, which kills him. 
and gives it to another person who recently died, and that person comes back as a return. That's not right. True. That's not They're, true. These people just appear randomly throughout the world. They had died, and then they come back, and right. they only have the one divine breath, right. um, which they so, consume, and then they die again after one week, which is why absolutely. they have to be constantly fed new people. Yes, to, um, you know, keep up that thing. And that's when that's when my understanding changed. I actually, so I do spoil myself sometimes. I looked it up after I heard, after I read this, and well, now I know. <laughs> and I was like, gosh, dang it, like, that is so cool. Like That he, is really cool. He threw that in there, and he just kind of tweaked it a little bit on us. Tweaked understanding. Yeah, so uh, to go further, he also explains that the Holandrian people believe that the return have come back for a reason, some sort right. of mission. Right, so- and this this right here is awesome. And that's the and that's where they get the divinity from. Is not through anything else. It's just that they believe that they have a mission to fulfill. So they just keep feeding them the, the breasts of their own people. I just so that's their, great. Their, their divinity, it, it's nothing. It, it's right. they die after one week if they're not constantly fed people. Exactly. So their so their so their divinity depends on the belief. Yeah. So that's a good motive to list, you know, at least at least think about. No, I agree. And as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, now my entire mindset has changed moving forward. That, yeah, I mean, but why why aren't they fed more? Like, does three maybe last them three weeks? Uh, no, I guess maybe something like candles, right? Like, you got one wax of candle, you can't light them all, right? To extend it. So I, that's the way I see it, right? Um, but yeah, so the for the Idrians, they believe that each person's individual breath is sacred, and, and I'm reading this word for word what he just wrote on the Discord, which right. by the way, is you guys should join. Um, the Idris believe that each person's individual breath is sacred, and the return should only live the one week that they have been given. Right, looking for where to use their divine breath during that one week. So, because the Idrians do not believe in sharing the divine breath, they they think it's sacred to that person and. Like we saw how Vivenna reacted. Remember how when she got that breath, she was like, <gasps> like all the breaths from Lennox. She was right, she gasped. Yeah. And he does also go on to explain about the God King, and he says that he's returned as well. The difference being that the God King returned after dying while being born. So he's stillborn. Like stillborn, yeah. Which I guess that's where the name Sizzleborn comes from. Um, well, Maybe. for that particular guy. Um, so. The priests are claiming that their previous god king all give up their divine breath to heal on a massive scale and then pass right. on their trove of regular breaths to the next god king. Mm-hmm. Blue Fingers has pointed out some inconsistencies with the official story, and I can't say any more at this time. Read ahead and find out. Okay, so first of all, thank you so much, Solitary Clues, for clearing this up for me because, like I said, I, I for whatever reason, this time I got so tunnel vision that I my mind wasn't accepting that part. Um, right. And for anyone who might have gotten upset with the fact that I completely dropped the ball on this understanding, um, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to try my best not to mess up, but at the end of the day, I, I just do this for fun. So I hope none of you guys were too upset about that. But again, as always, thank you so much, Solitary Clues, for uh, filling in on that because Building um, blank. that was awesome. And I think. 
so going back to the actual the end part there with the god king um he i he He's control. He's holding the divine breath of all those people, like piled up. It's like a massive treasure trove, right? That are not his to use. Exactly. I think they're hoping that there's some, I don't know, some god or something, some true god that's going to come back. Either it could be Kalad the usurper, or it's could be that peace giver guy. Yeah, that could be. So I think that they're hoping that this that Susaborn or just God Kings in general are just holding the breath for the next uh, for the return. return. Yeah, yeah, for the return of the actual Original. God. Yep. And I think that's why they need Adrian Blood. Oh, my friend. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Continue on. Yes. So yeah. Um yeah, so I just wanted to, I, like I said, I should have covered that at the beginning of the episode. I completely forgot, but, you know, better late than never. So, sure. anyways, um, he, uh, Light Song, back to chapter 38, Light Song, he had seen in his mind that he saw a friend that he doesn't know getting murdered. And, you know, I, I believe that that's... Um, significant? Sorry? You say Significant? That, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that has to be significant. Um, I have a feeling that it's uh, his, I mean, I think it's not feeling, but I think it's pretty obvious. It's Light Song before he became returned, right? Like before he died and whatnot. So, um, he, so he's outside the palace and he's counting how many priests go into court for each god. And right. Mercy Star has very few. And he, this is where he gets like a confirmation on his thoughts that they're using the tunnels underground. Right. And he concludes that Basher had gone into Mercy Star's palace to get into the tunnel. And he says that the servant that was killed was trying to follow Basher and he was killed because he wasn't, he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. Right. So he deduced that. Yeah. He deduced that. Um, His detective skills. But, I think he's probably smarter than me, so because clearly I couldn't follow a book. So <laughs> he is a, he is a god. He is a god. So. Yes, that's true. I am just I'm not a returned yet. Near uh, mortal. Yeah, for now. But when I become returned, all you guys are all your guys' breasts are mine. Um, <laughs> so chapter thirty nine. Even I have, I have to choke it out of you. Um, oh, chapter thirty nine. Um, th- these chapters are really short for Ravenna and. She's just having an awful is, time. She is not like this. Is like the time where your life's just like, what did I do to deserve this? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> she was just. I mean, I like. I think this is the one, right? Where, um, no, 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 that's gonna come a little bit later. We'll get to that. But yeah, yes. as of right now, this is just like more of a checking in on Vivenna chapter, and it's like Slumming yeah, it up. life still sucks. Suck, and suck, suck. Moving on, chapter forty. Um, Siri and Terrellides, um, they have a verbal battle between each other. And she reveals <laughs> a little bit about knowing that the God King doesn't have a tongue. Right. And but Terrellides did reveal that he seems to be very devoted. And this is why, going back to your earlier question, Jordan, I I at first, if you had asked me before, Terrellides was, you know, seemed very sus. But now I <laughs> <laughs> uh, his motive, I, I, you think his motives are good? 
Yeah, I, I think, yeah. Ah, my friend. Yeah. Continue on. So, he definitely seems very devoted to the God King. Like, he was very upset whenever he right. he thought that she knew him. Knew something. Knew something by insulting him. Right. So, um, she, but and, you know, she fulfills her end of the bargain to, what's his face? Um, Bluefinger. So to blue fingers, right? To um, you know, get some what's the how do you pronounce it? Pankal? Pankal. Pang yeah, Pankal. Pankal <laughs> servants. Pankal. Oh, so Sorry. man, she works quick, dude. I like that. She yeah, really she's do. she's fitting in where she never thought she would fit in. Yeah. And I know I've said it before, I think she did I think she's done a better job than I think Vena would have. Yeah. Um, because just her rebellious nature, you know. She. Yep. So, anyways, chapter forty-one. Vivenna is um again this. She's struggling to continue. It's not getting much better. Nope. So she got one coin, a measly one coin, but food costs two coins. Two coins. <laughs> and the guy just took her one coin and then like just Pretty pushed much her away. Her the... It's like you know, come better luck next time. It's oh jeez, like, that's so bad. Um. Why shouldn't she should just take the breath back and strangle the dude, my lord? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a tough that was a tough reality check though. But that is that is what she needs, I think. That reality check gave her perspective. Yeah, I agree. I think um, we see in the chapter uh, after where she just doesn't, or even in these chapters, right? It's just like she sees how reality really is, and it's not so simple. It's just being devoted to your religion and. Right. Um, doing you know, the right thing. She, quote, she unquote. judges people a lot, right? And I get it. You know, I think when I was younger, I would judge people a lot more too. But then, you know, you kind of step onto the real world, and then you right. realize that some people do not so great things simply because they, you know, either they suck. don't know any they better, suck. Or they can't do it better. <laughs> it is suck. It's just how it was. It, yeah, it just kind of suck. It, it is what it is, and you know, yeah. that change. I mean. In all reality, just share personal things. That changes my reality. That changed my reality throughout my entire life. Every time somebody sucked, I'm like, "What? Why?" And then yeah. you just come to the realization that just people like, just suck. Yeah. But I'm so, not saying about you know the general population, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know. It's just I agree. It's like you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, well, I guess this is just how reality is, and that this was her moment. Unfortunately for her, it came at. Such a massive price. Very rude time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I figured out maybe in college. I mean, she figured it out on the streets, literally. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, exactly. But uh, the she... end of this, the end of this, when we come to the the next portion of this chapter. Yeah, it, it starts getting a little bit better for her, which I was glad because I was like, you know, we got two chapters of her struggling. I, I hope absolutely, but this is not like not this is not struggle, Moz. This is absolute struggle. Oh yeah, just Tru bottom zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I mean, she's like what eating trash at one point. Um, yeah. So, anyways, she considers prostitution for a bit because she's this like, is you know like I laughed. I'm sorry, I laughed. It was bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I. <laughs> You know, it, it was obviously really sad, but at the same time, it's like, damn, dude, like this, this is what she came to, like, and it's just like, ah, I just laughed because it's like, she was this upright, everything just right, yeah. but 
yeah. I mean, a literal princess. And, you know, she was one of her father's decisions away from being the queen of the very land she's a beggar in. Right. That's so. just, that's like, it's like divine comedy. Yeah. At its finest. Yeah. And so the same man that robbed her a little bit ago, well, I guess maybe a few days ago of her mm. clothes, comes back with a bunch of bounty hunters, essentially, because there's a bounty on her head from Denth. And so they basically, like, you know, just take her. And she <laughs> has basically no strength to really fight back. And she basically gives in until Nightblood that's just laying down. Oh, my God, dude. Nightblood just wrecks all of them. Um, oh my god, the guy the guy unclasps the sword. Yeah. And it's just like it's like Saw. It's just bloody murder for this person. These oh, people. Yeah. It's insane. So the way he describes like the guy just like kneeling there, like you know, he's just kneeling with a sword stuck through his chest cup, like protruding out his back. Oh beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. And then so, and then big boy Vasher walks up. God yep. dang, man. He's just that that's a character. He's a character. That is a character. So, chapter 42, Light Song forces his way into meeting the All Mother by basically saying, <laughs> I'm not leaving. He's like, The squirrel. I'll have a the squirrel. Out here. Yeah, yeah, the squirrel. Um, so, a guy is there asking her to help find him a job because I think something like, I don't know, I think he's from a fishing village he, or something. He hurt like his that. leg. Yeah. And then he has to work for some fishing group, and I what think he, he hurt his lead, like from that fishing job. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then she said, "You know, go back and then tell her. You know, there's a guy who owes me a favor. Tell him to find you basically a desk job, essentially. Right. Or a and that's job cool. That one leg. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's neat. She um, didn't have to give up her divine breath, but she helped him in a way that changed his life, regardless of her divine breath. Yeah. Feed uh, what's it called? Give a man a fish, feed him for life. Right. Yeah. So. Um, wait, wait. Give a man a fish. I think it's give him a teach a man how to fish. Yeah, feed him for life. There you go. So. So yeah, <laughs> the return to don't age, which again, may not mean much in the context of this chapter, but I think is a little bit more of a breadcrumb to a big plot twist that's going to come up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so return to don't age. However, the All-Mother looks much older. But why? It, I mean, I'm assuming she became returned at an older age. Yeah. Either yeah. that or, which no, I don't know, because the breaths that they take, they had to take, I, I was going to say that maybe instead of taking a breath every week, she takes it every week and a half but they have but to get every week her. yeah that would just kill her so yeah um i'm not sure i'm honestly it'll be interesting to find out maybe she just constantly like as soon as she gets a breath she spends it no she can't do that either no huh. i think we should i think this is one of those things that we can't deduce an actual conclusion without a little more detail yeah i agree but man it kind of annoys me I know it does, and it's going to pester you. Anyways, um, uh, so he gives her all of his lifeless. So now All Mother has 10K herself, life, and then she's got Light Song, so she's got 20K. But she gives it back. Yeah, and then she gives her own, yeah. So, like, they both have control over 20K lifeless. Um, so, But it's whoever gets to them first to change it. 
Did they say they can change the password? Well, they just got to have the, the original code. They've always said that. It's whatever original code that and the person say, said. They can just say something else. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I figured that they were able to, but yeah, so. I just assumed that actually originally. Originally, I assumed that if you had the code to the lifeless, you could obviously do whatever the heck you want with them. Right. So you change, change the code. Yeah, and that's that's. I just looked at it like a email account. Right. So okay, um, when you change a password, does a lifeless send you a letter with an activation link? Dude, if if not, I usually send myself like fifteen of them and finally get to the right one. For me, I, I hate those servers that are like so slow, and you like hit reset. You didn't get an email. So you like kind of wait a couple minutes. You still got no email, and then you say send four hours later. Email. Send another email, and then like a few hours later, you got like seventeen of them. You don't even know which one you can press on. Yes, because mm-hmm. you can't press on the latest one because they're all out of order. Uh, but yeah, but back to Warbreaker. Um, so she thinks something's going on, so mm-hmm. she gives her own passwords to like uh, light song. That's her reasoning. But it's like a. That's like a that's a move in that's a move in chess or shogi. You you kind of give to get. I don't what's the what's the shogi one called? I played I shogi for a while. I watched Naruto, so I played shogi. It was like one of those weird things I did. Is shogi the one in Hunter Hunter too? I think so. Marowin? Yeah. But no, I think that it might have been they might have been a little different, but I I wanted to learn how to play it, so oh, I learned how to play Gungi. it. Gungi. Gungi. But no, Shogi was the Naruto one that Shikamaru and his father made. But I used to play that, and it was, it was like you gave, you gave up. Uh... Hang on, you, anyway, you played Shogi? Like, yeah, I, yeah, no, no, I played it on the internet where I could I, get the translation. At this point, is real life. Okay, well, what? No, stop it. We won't do that. But yeah, I played it. and I learned it, and it was, uh, it's interesting. But you, you give, uh, you give your smaller unit to take one of their bigger units. And then you usually take them out from a, with a long range unit. Anyways, interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, so chapter forty three, Vivena's trials are I don't want to say done, but they're easier, uh, physically right. speaking. So Vivena wakes to find the Vashers eating. Um, honestly, I got kind of hungry reading this just because I knew how hungry Vivena was. So. And he hints that her having a royal line has something to do with how quickly she learned how to use her breast, which again, 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 again. I mean, we know this from Hoyt, right? That the Idrian royal family, I think they're descendants of uh, the five thinkers or something like that, right? Or is that five scholars. Was? The five, five scholars. scholars. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So we know that, right? That they're the right. descendants of the five scholars? Yeah. So that means that they're just more, I guess, naturally inclined to... Awaken. Yeah, awakening. Um, so, Vahar said that someone in the Londren had hired Dents to start the war with Idris. Right. And he was taking her to uh, meet. No, sorry, Vasher takes um, Vivenna to with her to meet a group of Idrians. Right. And he has her tell them that she doesn't actually want war. Right. And it's like to change the narrative. Yeah, and it's like. I feel for the people there, right? It's like you were literally just here a week ago telling us to go to war. Right. They don't know what to think. Yeah. And and, and I don't blame them at all, right? Like, 
I mean, dude, like the like the normal, regular Billy Joe Bob and whatnot, like you know, and Sa- Sally Soccer Mom and all these guys. <laughs> none of us trust the elites and politicians, right? We don't. We don't trust. No. Them. Like we just and have geez, a natural, look at the yeah, you know, natural inclination to just not trust the the leaders. So when a leader comes and tells you that you have to go to war, and then a week later tells you that oh, sorry, change my mind. Like not even a week, right? So then it kind of brings up like, well, come on. like I've, clearly there's an agenda before and the agenda changed for whatever reason. And now you uh, don't want us to go to war. And right. So I feel for them. Um, and then there's another mention here of Kalad's hidden army. Um, somewhere. Some, yeah, that, yeah. Somewhere in Neverland. Again, man, I think. Claude, I think Claude is uh, one of Claude's phantoms. Like, I think. okay, the leader. Maybe not the leader, but I think he's definitely one of the uh, Claude's uh, uh, phantoms. Interesting. That's why he was able to beat three of those lifeless by himself. That's why I think. But we also know that I think not all lifeless are created equal. So, right. Whatever. I mean, maybe I'm depending just... on their past. Right. Um. So, and then we find out the lifeless raid wasn't by the government. It, it seemed to be a false flag attack, which makes sense, right? Denth is trying to cause like, chaos, 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 and division between the Holandrin and the local Idrians. So, if he can get the raid to go in and that causes, you know, turmoil, like anger from the Idrians who are the Holandrins, and then he can, you know, attack food supply chain, which would cause a lot of anger from Halandrin towards the Idrians. And it would start some nonsense. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Mina begs them again not to push for war, and she offers them to return to Idris, at which point where it's like, I, I don't know if I buy this so much, right? Because they kind of, it may not be these guys specifically, but before they scoffed at the idea of returning to Idris simply based off the fact that they made no money in Idris. Right. They were poor. Right. So they have a they have a better life here, technically. Yeah. Despite the fact that they're lower class citizens, they're still feel like they're better off. Right. So But this this was the chapter where Vivina was speaking to herself about Vasher. I'm pretty positive. I don't recall anything specific. Mm, continue on. But um, so at the end of the chapter, basically, it's just Vasher um, saying that he needs to meet with more, and that was right. the end of chapter forty-three, and so. Yeah, I mean, I think next time we'll probably try and cover chapters 44 to, what the hell, let's just do chapter 44 to 51, I guess. I know there's one chapter in this, like, literally a paragraph long, so we'll right. do chapter 44 to 51. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. We, uh, anyways, thanks again to Solitary Clues for... Uh, clearing that up for me. Thank you, sir. Um, And 
yeah, until next time, everyone. Thank you. Absolutely.